Hello and welcome to the second edition of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast, uh, part of the Kings of Anglia uh, platform. My name is Katie Sandals. I'm uh, the women's football columnist for the East Anglian Daily Times and Ipswich Star. I'm joined by my co-presenter, Ross Halls. Ross, how are you doing? Oh, the sun is out. I've got a bit of a tan going on. Happy days. Ooh. And summer is here. The summer is here. But um, <laughs> it's great to be back for another episode. Yeah, I can't say I can join you on the tan front, but I can definitely say that, you know, feeling the love, especially from the KOA fans who've uh, been embracing uh, our new podcast uh, since we released our first episode. A massive thanks to you all who've been sharing and liking. Um, it's just been such a phenomenal response and we're so pleased and so proud to be part of the uh, the KOA family and uh, all the fantastic content uh, that the team produces. So massive thanks to everyone. Um, it's been, a, we're having a hell of a month to be honest with town at the moment. It's It's big news after big news, you know breaking you know making history breaking you know down barriers left right and center and I'm here for it Ross I'm here for it yeah it's um it's great timing for us to start launching this this podcast you know <laughs> we, of course we, we sort of timed it right anyway I think we knew you know news were kind of probably going to break at this sort of time definitely when the the kit mm. and everything and all that stuff and we thought yeah, yeah we timed it right so here we go great news so let's stop being cryptic. We're talking uh, about the amazing news that Ipswich Town women have signed their first player on a professional contract. Uh, now, for no- those of you who didn't know, uh, up until this point, Town's players have, uh, the women have never been paid. Um, a lot of them work jobs outside of uh, playing football. They are sort of considered amateurs and their league is an amateur league. Um, so this is a real sort of step forward. It's a sign of intent. Um, and, you know, just fantastic to hear this is where it's going. So the first contract uh, is for Sophie Peskett, the 18-year-old winger. Um, she's on a two-year deal uh, with Town. Uh, and, yeah, what a momentous day, Ross. Oh, what a moment. I'm not being biased here, but just <laughs> but start, you, are. you know. What a what what two weeks. I didn't even mention promotion, of course. You know, in the first episode, we talked about, about promotion, but... Uh, some great news and Peskett, I've, I've lucky enough been able to, to watch her make her debut and progress and she's just an unbelievable player and a well-deserved, a massive step for the club as a whole, you know, been able to offer pro contracts. And as you said, a lot of these players, a lot of the young girls as well, they've been going to college or they've got their jobs, you know, and they then have to do training Tuesday, Thursday and then play a game on Sunday. So what a moment and uh, mass congratulations to Sophie Peskett. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's so great for the town to kind of be uh, for town to be investing in these players, investing in their futures. I think there was a note saying that um, you know there had been interest from Sophie Peskett from the Women's Super League, the top tier of women's football. Uh, of course, all the players there are are fully professional; they are on fully paid contracts, um, so there's no need for for second jobs or whatever. Um, uh, so it's interesting, kind of, that that's perhaps been a, a factor in particularly sort of Peskett being chosen for that for that contract. But it's great to see that she'll be staying with Town. Um, she was obviously part of that uh, the Manchester City Day squad, um, and she's yeah, she's proved a real asset to the team in recent years. Yeah, you look at her stats. The stats don't lie. Loads of goals, a lot of assists, a main cog in that machine of that 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 team. And I'm not shocked. Not surprised that there's been interest from Super League teams because she's a young prospect, plays for England's um, youth international. So I think that's a big cue for the club to able to get her to sign a pro deal. And um, I look forward to seeing what she's going to do in Tier 3, an opportunity for her to step up as well. 
Yeah, I think it's important we mention at this point that it's very unusual for teams in uh, Town's sort of new league and especially their old league to be to be interested in sort of paying players because, uh, like we said, the top league, the Super League, is a um, is a fully professional league. Players are paid. The Championship, the second tier, it's a semi-professional league, so it's not you know not fully there so for a, t- uh, a team in a league that's still considered kind of amateur to be paid in players is it's just incredible and I think uh, I think from sort of looking at from uh, from a women's football perspective it, it's it's interesting that that could be a way that clubs will go in the future to keep that talent um, and for a team you know we, we were talking last week obviously about promotion and, and Joe Sheehan very much uh, interested in kind of doing a, a back-to-back double and, and going up again in, into uh, into the women's championship. So a real sign of, you know, where they think the club is going, the kind of investment in the team at the moment, which is great to see. Um, but just, yeah, unthinkable a few years ago, Ross, unthinkable. Yeah, as, as you're saying, a lot of players have had to do jobs on, on the sides and they play football. And now at this stage for the football club and women's football as a whole, I'm sure a lot of you know, clubs looking from the inside outside in. Is that that's not the right phrase, is it? I, I, I'm bad at my phrases. <laughs> they're looking. They're looking in, going, "Wow, can we get ourselves yeah. some of that?" Um, and assuredly, this will make town a, a, a real prospect for for players. You know, that might be wanting to switch things up a bit, looking for a new squad, perhaps from a league above. This would make town a very, pro, you know, a very promising prospect. You know, they're going to pay. This is somewhere we could go and we could develop with a team that's really on the up. Yeah, sometimes that can be the the risk where the, where we are because you know, which which is a beautiful, you know, Suffolk's a beautiful, you know, place to live. But for for I'm not I'm not, I'm not being biased at all. But like with your players, with your fantastic Suffolk accent yeah, there, Ross. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, but yeah. For people to come over here and now get an opportunity to possibly get paid, in, definitely in the long term, um, it's definitely going to be able to have more interest from other players. So wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it'd be great to sort of get some some big names, perhaps you know, coming down, maybe spending, you know, even if it's they're they're on their way out of the game, or, or you know, if they're young, up and coming prospects for the team, you know, this surely will say actually. Ipswich Town's a place to go. Um, or um, one thing, sorry to butt mm. in. One thing is a big thing for the academy as well. You know, Joe, um, you know the gaffer has done massive work with the academy with the under twenty one set up. With Dave, of course, playing the Super League um, for the for the academy, and Pescott is one of those graduates. And you know, mm. we've got a lot of players who are now graduated from that. I'm sure that's going to keep growing and growing. So, you know, we're going to have two really good sides progressing and graduating so many different players. So. Could be one day, could be seeing an England Lioness, you know, of Richard's Town. We'll wait and see on that. Yeah, I think there's definitely a future Lioness amongst uh, the England youth that, that Town are producing. It's just quality after quality. Um, let's hear from Sophie now then, how she's feeling now she's signed her first professional contact, uh, contract with Ipswich Town Women. Sophie, I mean, many congratulations, first of all, but this is indeed one for the history books, whether it's in an hour's time, in a year's time, in 50 years' time. Uh, Ipswich Sound's first professional female player is, was Sophie Pesketh. How does that feel? Yeah, obviously, like, it's an amazing feeling. Like, I can't really put it into words. Um, so, yeah, it's just amazing. Like, just the feeling right now is just, just yeah, I can't describe it. 
it's the latest milestone in what's been quite a time for you at the club. I mean, you only actually arrived in 2019, and I think in that time we're we yet to complete a full season, but it feels like so much has happened. Yeah, yeah, obviously like, I haven't been here that long. Um, but yeah, as you said, like we've done so well as a, as a team. And yeah, it's just so much has happened in the last two years where it just... It feels so surreal, but it, it's a really good way to start off what we're trying to do at the club. And with regards to your news today, I noticed the club said that there had been Super League interest in you. How aware had you, you been of that? And was that tempting ever at any point? Um, obviously, like it's, it's not it's like motivating to sort of get that recognition. But I, I think it was always a no-brainer for me to stay at Ipswich. Like all the support I have from all the staff, players, that like relationships I've formed in the last two years, it wasn't too much of a hard decision for me to make. It's a real statement from the club, I feel, both in you and in this women's team as well, because professional contracts at this level are quite rare, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Obviously like when I was told about it, it was I was quite shocked and it was it was amazing. So yeah, it's obviously really nice to see the ambition that the club and the, what they're willing to put into it. And how beneficial is this to you and to, say, your family as well? We know that players make lots and lots of sacrifices. You're reliant on family. You're reliant on sponsors to an extent as well. How is this going to help? Yeah, obviously, my whole life I've made sacrifices where I've sort of done it almost off my own back and obviously because I love it. So it's obviously going to be very helpful. Um, it's going to help me with my studies next year, um, like going to university. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be really helpful with that. Uh, congratulations, Sophie. Um, what a momentous day for the club. I mean, how, how, what does this mean to you, kind of your professional development as a player? You know, you, you've, been with, you've been with town for a couple of years. How does this sort of change the way you, you approach your kind of footballing career going forward? Um, I don't think it changes too much because obviously I've always just had, I've always wanted to have a sort of professional attitude towards it anyway. Um, but I'd say it's, again, it just sort of helps to sort of support what I'm trying to do and just develop me as a player physically, mentally, technically, everything. So, yeah. And how key is it to have kind of that sort of financial support and not have to think about, I know a lot of your uh, colleagues, they have other jobs, they have other responsibilities to make sure that they can still keep sort of uh, with, uh, you know, with town on their days off and stuff. How much does it mean to not have to kind of worry about those sort of things? Yeah, that's obviously really good because like I know there's some players obviously in the previous years who have sort of had to make sacrifices not be at training or not be at a game because of a job that obviously in some ways can be more important. Um, so it's obviously really nice to be able to not have to worry about that side of it and I can just focus on my football and just keep getting better. Uh, a lot's been sort of made of, of, of women's football players being sort of role models for the next generation. Obviously, you're, you're the first player not only for Ipswich Town, but in, in Suffolk for, you know, w within the county to get a, a professional contract. I mean, does that sort of change the way you see yourself as a role model? You know, you've obviously got quite a strong academy side that look up to, to the likes of you as well. Yeah, I guess so. I think, obviously as much next year I want to help out doing sort of coaching and things like that with like the community trust to sort of support that side and like be a role model to young players who are getting better so yeah I think obviously being a role model is what I want to do um, 
So, yeah. And that was Sophie Peskett talking about her landmark contract signing uh, for Ipswich Town Women. Um, yeah, just uh, just incredible to see Town signing players, paying players. And it's, yeah, the only way is up, Ross. The only way is up. Yes, last week we're going out to tier three and now our first pro contract player. Um, oh, the news can't get any better than this, can it? <laughs> Maybe, you never know. Signings and all that, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Joe obviously mentioned last week, Joe Sheen, that they are looking for one or two players. But um, something I just wanted to pick up from what Joe said last week, actually, in his press conference, was that there was a real fear that the town could be losing players if they didn't get promotion. And I can only think this, you know, the prospect of, of signing uh, professional contracts kind of sweetens that deal and, you know, ensures that the town don't lose that uh talent i know we talked before natasha thomas has had approaches from championship clubs obviously super league interest in sophie peskett yeah definitely because think about that a lot of these players uh youth in, you know youth international for england are a great age deal where they've got a lot like peskett's 18 years old and she's already scoring goals and now she's got a pro contract uh, i think Joe has a vision for this football club and I, I, and he's been training these players for so long since they were kids. Um, and I think they know the vision. They know how exciting it is right now to be at this football club and you know, only way is up at the moment. I mean, aside from the fantastic news we've had about Sophie Peskett, big signing there. Town are also losing a couple of players. That news came out this week. Um, Georgia Allen and Emma Wallace uh, set to leave the club. Ross, uh, two big names departing. Yeah, definitely. We'll start with Emma first. Um, you know, she's had a tough two years, um, two ACL injuries, uh, which are the, the worst injury you can get as a footballer. And for her to come back both times um, is it's just unbelievable. Uh, you know, well done for her to do that. Um, I know that the club have supported her very well. Um, and, you know, it's she's made a decision to, of course, go to uni, um, go to Durham University uh, to continue ed- edu- education. Um, and I'm sure she's going to do well there. And you never know. She could come back one day. She's still a very young uh, player. But um, best of luck to her. Yeah, I was going to say Durham have a, an excellent uh, second tier side. So, you know, just uh, kind of hit yeah, them up. You know, she's up there. Uh, and of course, the other player leaving is uh, Georgia Allen, Ross. Yeah, you know, last summer, you know, when we were in lockdowns and COVID, of course, that was the big summer signing for, for the team. Um, Georgia, of course, was previously at Arsenal, was at Ittrich, you know, as a, a young kid as well. But, of course, was in, in America for four years. Um, and that was a massive signing. Um, and, of course, it took a while for her to make her debut because she unfortunately got injured in pre-season. And, uh, but then she made her debut and she straight away, for me, I was like, wow, what a player she is. And unfortunately, you know, she couldn't play that many games because... You know, COVID hit more and the season got non avoided and stuff. And, of course, she's made that decision to retire um, at a very young age. But um, I know the club support her with that decision. And as you say, it's not rare, um, this sort of decision to be made at a very early age. No, no, it's very, it's quite normal in women's football for players to retire a lot earlier than in the men's game. Um, it's just kind of, it, it's the culture of how it works, really. A lot of them go on to sort of very full careers, um, very successful careers in a wide sort of variety of areas. So we uh, we wish Georgia and Emma all the best uh, with uh, going forward. Definitely. One big name we haven't mentioned who's leaving, Ross. Uh, we've got a special coming out next week. The captain, she is uh, setting sail on a new course. 
Yes, good old Amanda Crump. Um, of course, the record appearance maker, captain fantastic for the women's team. Um, I'm probably bringing up her, her ego a bit here, but, um, <laughs> but um, I know she doesn't like to be in the limelight and I think she was trying to make her retirement low-key, but it, it was just a great opportunity to chat to her about her career and her journey through it and just the journey the club has gone through as well. Um, so look forward to that next week. Yeah, no, a fantastic uh, interview with uh, Ross and Amanda next week. Uh, she touches on all of her kind of journey within the women's game and how much she's seen change because, you know, started as a 16-year-old, she's now what, 31. It's uh, It's been a hell of a 15 years for women's football and, you know, she's seen a, a lot of changes. Um, so please do uh, keep in touch and, uh, you know, tune in for that one next week. It will be a, a cracker, I promise you. Um, but yeah, I think we've uh, that's uh, the second one in the can, Ross. Uh, great to to keep going with Tractor Girls Talk, and uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for their support. Uh, you know, we enjoy being part of the KOA family, Ross. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this journey. Tier free football, a lot of traveling involved, so I'm sure I'll be bringing up different stories and moaning about uh. oh, got to go to Plymouth <laughs> and all that. But uh, yeah, definitely look forward to the Mando interview. It's going to be a cracker. Fantastic. Well, uh, tune in next week for that interview with Amanda. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, spread the love, share with your friends, give us a like. You know, it's it's been a fantastic journey so far, and we'd love to keep it up with you. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. More great podcasts from Archon. Head to audioboom.com/channel/archon. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.